Well, hey everybody, it's Stacy P. Locke. So glad you're here for another episode of God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. We're finding out how even in the junk, we can find joy. And remember, laughter is truly the best medicine. Well, hello everybody. Woohoo! It is Sister Stacy Pelock, and I am so glad that you are tuning in today. I have been um, just enjoying my granddaughters and family time. So it's been several months since I've done a podcast, and I appreciate the ones of you that have kind of stuck with it and even reached out to me asking, you know, when are you going to do another podcast? So here we are today. And I'm so glad to be back in the groove. Hopefully, I'm going to be putting out more content and just um, trying to encourage, equip, and empower women to uh, rise up and be that mighty woman of God that He has placed within us. So before we get started today, I just want to pray over us and just bless you in the name of Jesus. So Father God, we just come to you today knowing, Lord, that you know exactly where every one of your daughters are are at today, Lord, what they're struggling through, what they're facing, what they may be sitting in, what they may be having to walk through, God, we know that you have your eyes set and fixed and focused on us, Lord, and we thank you, God, we thank you that even in the hard places, even in the, the times of struggle, when we have not a clue what to do, what to say, how to proceed, God, but you are there with us and we praise you. We praise you, God, for your attention, your love, your grace, your mercy that you just give to us as we need it. And Lord, we want to bless you today. Today, we just want to focus on you and and just remember how good you are. I say it all the time, God, you're large and in charge. We're going to get out of the way and let you do what you need to do. So we bless you today, God. I bless all the precious women that are listening, God, today. And I just give you glory for it all, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I have been working on um, Elijah's study. Priscilla Schreier um, has done an amazing job on this Elijah study. And she, um, I think we're on session three, I think it was like day four in the study. Um, She talked about encouraging one another with your own Kareth. A Kareth is a place where God took, uh, can take us. He took Jake, I'm sorry, took Elijah to the brook of Kareth. And that's where he sustained him by feeding him by ravens, which there's a whole thing about that. And he kept the brook 
uh, filled with water during the drought. So there was just miracles that God performed for Elijah there at Kareth. And she talks to us about how God pulls us aside. He puts us through things and we go through things, but it's not just for us to endure and to recognize who God is and his sustainability that he gives us. But she says that when we go through these things, we are to then encourage others that are finding themselves, you know, walking through the same things. And so it got me thinking about encouraging you all today and how I know God has brought me through so many heart-wrenching things. I mean, if I could sit down with you with a cup of coffee, um, we could probably really come together and know that God is the only way that we get through things. And I mean, I have faced, you know, marital problems, um, problems raising, you know, rearing children in the teen years, um, just church issues, relational issues, family problems, uh, extended family things, just the list can go on and on. Ministry ups and downs, uh, you know, separation with uh, people in ministry with me. Um, you know, I I have walked through some stuff and the Lord just remind me, Stacy, you know, you you can in, encourage others. It's almost like he said, here, <laughs> you've got the you've got the experience you have experienced my provision, my power, my peace in the midst of these things. And so why not you to encourage others that they can walk through with me, find me, know me, grow through this, not get stuck, but to grow. Because, you know, we're called to be uh, rivers, like rivers of life flowing through us. So river, you know, the water is continuously running. And that reminds me of the Holy Spirit, how he's continuously flowing through us. But if we get stuck, we become stagnant and we become a reservoir. And that's where those things can just become so stinky inside of us. We can just be like stinky, stagnant water. So today I want to help you unplug and let all that go, let all that stinky stagnant water go out and you become a river of life that will flow God's spirit and allow that to spill over into others. And I know that's kind of a really weird visual, but I think you can get it because it really resonates in my heart. And so today I just want to encourage you and, and share with you just who the Holy Spirit is, who he can be to you and through you. And this is kind of like the ABCs of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your advocate. John 14, 16 says, I will pray to the Father and he shall give you an advocate. He is also the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. He's to, to unite to Christ by one spirit, are we all baptized into the body? He's our comforter. John 14, 16 says, He shall give you another comforter. He's the director. Romans 8, 14. He guides. He leads by the Spirit of God. 
He's our earnest to assure, which is earnest of our inheritance. Ephesians 1, 14. He's our fullness. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 5, 18. It says to be filled with the Spirit. He's our guide to lead. He will guide you in all truth. John 16, 13. He is our helper. He enables us. The Spirit also helps our infirmities. Romans 8, 26. He's our indweller. To occupy the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. 1 Corinthians 3.16 He's our joy. He is to, it says to be filled with all joy through the power of the Holy Ghost. Romans 15.13 He's our King. The Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 2 Corinthians 3.17 He gives us life. He enables the spirit of life, Romans 8, 2. We are marked by the Lord. He says of God that we are his, we're sealed, and he gives us the earnest of the spirit. And that is 2 Corinthians 1, 22. And we are made new to which we are born of the spirit. It's God's spirit, John 3, 6. He's the oil of gladness. God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness. Psalms 45, 7. He gives us power to strengthen, to strengthen with might by his spirit. Ephesians 3, 16. He is our renewer. He, the inward man is renewed day by day. 2 Corinthians 4.16. He's our sanctifier to separate and sanctify by the Holy Spirit. Romans 15.16. He is our teacher to teach, to instruct. He will teach you all things. John 14.26. He's our understanding to discern the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Elijah, I'm sorry, Isaiah 11, 2. He's our witness to establish the spirit himself bears witness. Romans 8, 16. He is the well of living water. The water that I shall give shall be in him as a well of water. John 4, 14. And he gives us zeal. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Acts 2, 17. And there you have it. That is the ABCs of who the Holy Spirit is in me. And I just want to tell you that regardless of what you are going through, regardless of of what you are facing, the hurt that you're carrying in your little heart. God, He cares for you. He has your best interest in His heart for you. I have often said that God will break our heart lots of times to steady our soul. And you might think, what does that mean, Stacy? I'm telling you that God knows what is most precious to your heart. And if it's occupying space that is only for God, he will use that very thing to break it, to show you that you need God 
more than you need that person, that thing, that substance, that food, whatever. You need God more. And he wants to be Lord of your life. And he wants to steady your soul. So a lot of times he has to break those things away from us in order for us to find the true living God through relationship with him. He will pull you back. He will set you apart. I said, he's not setting you aside. He's setting you apart for a greater work, for a testimony, something you can share with others that said, let me tell you where I've been and let me tell you who my God is because you're only going to find God in that deep, deep, intimate place. And it's normally through your hurt, through a pain, through um you know, even like a deception, something that has hurt you, will you draw that close to the Lord? Years ago, God gave me an example of this. We had a sweet little dog named Mickey, and actually he's going to be gone from us on on December 22nd. It'll be a year that we had to uh, allow little Mickey to go be with Jesus in heaven. Yes, all dogs go to heaven. But um, years ago, Mickey started having seizures and we couldn't figure it out. We didn't know what was going on. But later I realized that those Glade plug-ins that I was using in my wall, um, he was having a reaction to those. And so we figured that out. But during the seizures, if he was sitting in the living room and I was maybe in the kitchen, he would make his way best he could to me and I would always scoop him up and hold him real close to my heart and just talk real sweet to him and reassure him you're gonna be okay I'm here I'm not gonna leave you I love you you're gonna be okay and those little episodes would last maybe 30 seconds 45 seconds but to him I'm sure it felt like much longer. But when I was doing that one day, holding Mickey, God spoke to my heart and he said, Stacy, that's what your pain does. Your pain will pull you to me. And it gives me an opportunity to hold you, to reassure you, to love you, to tell you you're not alone. And from that day forward, I had a new perspective on hard things, painful things. I knew that God was using whatever it was I was hurting with or, you know, enduring through or whatever I was going through, that God was there to remind me, I'm holding you close. I'm here. I love you. You're going to be okay. You're going to get through this. You're not alone. And what a wonderful wonderful, glorious experience that is to encounter God in that way. So don't, don't begrudge your burdens, bless your burdens, bless your burdens. And that sounds crazy, but we're going to all have burdens. But if we can find the blessing in that burden and not, not, you know, don't begrudge them, but know that God is with you. He's going to use it for his glory And for your good, something good is going to come through it. So I just want to 
let you know that God is still on the throne. He's he's working. He's moving. Don't doubt. Rise up and walk on through this. You're going to make it. It's not going to consume you. It's not going to take you down, but it's going, God wants to consume you and he wants to bring you up. Just allow him to do in you what he needs to do today. All right. Well, be blessed, my sweet ones. And I hope to be on here again real soon. If you need to get in contact with me, you can go to my website, stacypelock.com. Check us out at lambsministry.com. And you just have a glorious day in Jesus' name. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. If you'd like to get in contact with me, Stacy Pelock, you can reach me at lambsministry.com. In the meantime, put a smile on your face and live under God's grace.